Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Cyber 321. Cybersecurity without insanity through three articles, two numbers and one thing to think about. I'm Sam Glynn and it is Friday 24th February 2023. This week, another issue laden down with news about recent cyber attacks, including an attack against a UK financial advisory firm with some very interesting high value clients. And in response to all of this news, the five steps that you need to take right now to at least avoid the worst case scenario of a ransomware attack, plus an offer to ease my conscience. So let's get into it. Uh, In the first of three articles this week, the UK's postal service, the Royal Mail, suffered a ransomware attack on January 10th. And over a month later, it appears that the organisation still seems to be struggling to recover. The recent article from The Guardian describes how the cyber criminals have been attempting to extract a significant ransomware payment from Royal Mail, apparently demanding a payment of $80 million. The criminal gang's logic seems to be based on the view that a fine from the UK's data protection regulator, the ICO, would be significantly higher than this amount if the ransom is not paid and the data is published by the criminals online. Unfortunately, the unauthorised disclosure of data that may result in a data protection investigation and, who knows, a fine, has already occurred. It happened when the gang gained access to the data. So from a data protection perspective, paying the ransom now wouldn't make much of a difference. When you're trying to deal with a cyber attack, also having to consider the data protection implications is fun. The second article this week is about Succession Wealth, a UK-based wealth management and financial planning specialist that was acquired by insurance and pensions giant Aviva in 2022. It has been the victim of a cyber attack. And that is according to reports across the media, including Computer Weekly, The Financial Times and Cybersecurity Insiders. The company released a statement that it first became aware of the issue on February 8th, but did not disclose any further information about the nature or impact of the attack. All it would say is that it will ensure its clients do not suffer financial loss if their personal data is misused as a result of the attack. At the time of the Aviva acquisition, Cybersecurity Insiders reports that the firm had 200 financial planners and 19,000 clients. It also had a specialist team advising sports and entertainment professionals who would be particularly interested in keeping their affairs confidential. So the firm's offer to ensure they do not suffer financial loss uh, may need to be wider to help them ensure they do not suffer other loss. And the last article this week is uh, Ireland's Virgin Media Television also suffered a cyber attack recently. And that is according to the journal which recently reported on the attack on Virgin Media Television. Due to the firm's cybersecurity defences, the attack was contained, limiting the disruption to a subset of the company's TV channels. As Brian Honan of BH Consulting is quoted in the article as saying, we've had so many wake-up calls, but we keep hitting the snooze button. So before you reach for the snooze button, take a look at my one thing to think about this week, which I'll mention in a moment. And if you still choose to hit that snooze button, you only have yourself to blame. The first of two numbers this week is 208,992 US dollars 
and six cent. And that is the payoff for one cyber criminal who sent the right email to the right person at the right time. This comes from a story in USA Today and mentioned recently by Secure the Village about a small city in Ohio that was the victim of a very simple payment fraud. A cyber criminal pretending to be an existing supplier emailed an accounting assistant who worked for the city asking for the supplier's bank payment details to be changed. And the assistant did as they were asked. A day later, the city paid a genuine invoice from the real supplier to the value of $208,992, but the money didn't go to the supplier. It went to the bank account of the cyber criminal. So tell me again how much you're investing in training your staff and locking down your account's payable processes. The second number this week is 200, and that is the number of cyber attacks on Irish companies in the last 12 months that resulted in private data being accessed or stolen by cyber attackers. And that is according to Ireland's Data Protection Commission, and quoted in an article in the journal earlier this week. This excludes attacks where the victim organisation did not report the incident to the DPC, either because they were unaware of their legal obligation to do so, which is a key element of GDPR, or because they didn't want to attract the regulatory attention, or potentially because the attack did not result in the disclosure of personal data. As I mentioned earlier, when you are dealing with a cyber attack, also having to consider the data protection implications is fun. So I advise you to think about what you would do in the event of a cyber attack that did cause personal data to be disclosed and writing down the things that you need to do to ensure the Data Protection Commission or your regulator is informed in a timely manner. So on to the one thing to think about. And this week, I want you to look at how to avoid the worst case scenario of a ransomware attack. And that is because this month on the island of Ireland alone, we've heard about significant disruptions caused by cyber attacks on Munster Technological University, Virgin Media Television and Lagan Specialist Contacting Group in the north. It is making me increasingly concerned about smaller organisations, especially those with access to information that needs to be kept confidential. Information that could cause significant harm two individuals if it was ever made public, which unfortunately is now a very common occurrence in ransomware attacks, where the criminals not only encrypt your data, they also steal a copy of it and threaten to release it to the public unless you pay a ransom. When I say significant harm, I don't really mean potential financial loss. What I really mean is the emotional distress to an individual when they believe that their most private information could become public knowledge. Information such as medical histories or reports, psychological assessments, um, private counselling notes, uh, sensitive personal data that might be included on application forms. And yes, fair enough, financial information such as pension balances and bank account balances. From a selfish perspective, I am very concerned that this type of information about me, my family or my friends could become public knowledge because the smaller organisations that have access to this data do not have sufficient defences in place to protect it. And my main concern comes from the fact that it's out of my control. 
I'd love to spend time with every organization that has this type of data so that we can beef up security defenses and reduce the risk of an attack succeeding. After all, that is how I make a living. But right now, faced with this rampant threat, I need you to do something much more immediate. I need you to focus on these five steps. Number one, imagine your organization has been the victim of an attack and the criminals have told you that they stole a copy of all of the data stored by your organization. Number two, then imagine being able to say the following. I know we were attacked and it's a complete mess, but at least they didn't get their hands on X. Number three, identify what your X is for your organization. Number four, identify what you can do right now to make it more difficult for the criminals to get their hands on this X. And number five, whatever actions you identify in step four, complete these actions right now. If you or someone in your network works in an organization with the type of sensitive information that I mentioned earlier, and they're unsure how to complete these steps, I will help them for free right now. I will work with you to identify things you can do right now to reduce the risk of criminals getting their hands on X. And I will continue to work with you for free until we have this nailed. It's not a sales pitch. This is a selfish act. I want to know that I did everything that I could do to help you avoid the most destructive and distressing element of an attack. If you don't take me up on my offer, at least I know I offered. If you or someone in your network is interested in my assistance for free, go to codeinmotion.ie slash avoid for more information. That's it for this week. Until next time, take care.